The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast. They're giving away an autographed DeAndre Swift jersey and a merch story gift card. Get all the details by following them on Twitter at SGPN Fantasy. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, early afternoon, here watching some MLB playoff baseball. But hey, here, we're talking about the NFL today here on the PropCast. You guys know how we do it here. We'll give you five player props each, four to five player props each. Hopefully, we have another winning week. And joining me this week... Filling in for Rod via Gomez is going to be my main man. He's one of the hosts on the NFL Gambling Podcast. It's Ryan McIntyre. Ryan, how you doing, my man? Moonoff doing well. Like you said, it is the best time of year, October. You got playoff baseball going on. You got the NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball right around the corner. So good time to be alive and looking forward to uh, diving into some props here for Sunday's action in the NFL. Yeah, I know last night, um, I don't even have words for it, Ryan. Last night's game <laughs> between the Colts and the Broncos. Uh, I, I I will. I finished up 2-1 and one on my props that we gave out. Uh, Rod had a, a rough night. Uh, but, hey, we're going to be transparent. We're going to celebrate the wins, but also call ourselves out on the losses as well. So combined, we went 2-4, and four, our, our best bets lost. Um, and it was just one of those nights uh, where – not much was happening offensively. A lot of, again, questionable decisions made by more Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson. But what were your kind of takeaways, at least for the game last night between the Colts and the Broncos? For the Colts, I mean, I guess you moved to 2-2-1, two, two and one, so you take Kenny when you can, uh, especially when it's a road win for Denver. More of the same clock management. Uh, things are not well there with Russ and that uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, dynamic duo so I don't know how to if you can back Denver going forward I know they've been in and out of our power rankings and they're going to be way out of the top 10 going forward until further notice and it doesn't help that they play in the same division as Kansas City with Mahomes Los Angeles with Herbert and then even Vegas with uh, David Carr so it's uh it's getting late early there in Denver yeah if you it was after week one, the book still had some books still had Denver Broncos win total posted at ten and a half. It was it was juiced around minus one forty, minus one fifty, but I, I was willing to lay that juice and take took that under ten and a half. And I think last night was a prime example of why mm-hmm. I, I did. And I think they got a fortunate win against the 49ers last week as well, where Jimmy G uh, you know, lost track of where he was on the field and gifted them two points could have been a six points but luckily for them it was only two points but denver fortunate enough to pull out that victory but yeah more questions and answers right now in broncos country uh for the denver broncos but hey enough about the game last night let's move on let's put that in the rear view mirror we're here to talk about nfl week five player props and ryan before we get into that let me tell our listeners about 
WinBet, our representing sponsor. Thinking of joining WinBet? Well, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus of up to $1,000. Looking to join join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. That's right. A free $1,000 free bet if you hit the biggest parlay on WinBet odds. Last week, someone turned $6 into a $4,000 plus uh, winner, and they got a free $1,000 bet courtesy of WinBet. Truly, hashtag DGENs only. And there's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offers up to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Ross, we're brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite TV shows. And with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can get Fubo TV free for seven days and 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. All right, Ryan, let's get it cranking here, my man. I will give you the floor first here. Let's start with our quarterback props here. What do you got for NFL Week 5 for your player props? For my quarterback, I'm going to go to New England, and I'm going to go – I'm going to back Zappy to go over – sorry, I just – my app just crashed on me, so I'm opening it back up. I'm seeing Zappy over under passing yards of 202 and a half right now. And, I mean, I can't – even though he's a third-string guy, I don't see how he doesn't go over this number with how bad this Detroit Lions defense is. I mean, Geno Smith lit him up last week. And before that, I mean, even Carson Wentz a couple weeks before that – Lit him up in the second half. Jalen Hurts week one. So, I mean, I, I'm going to go get behind even this Matt Patricia offense, and I'll back Zappy to go over that 202 and a half yards. Talk about this um, Detroit Lions offense. I think they're scoring, what, 35 points per game. They're also allowing 35.1 points per game, if I'm not mistaken. And, I mean, you mentioned it there that this Lions defense has – not been very good. I think we, I'm putting it very lightly. They, 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 let's just face it. They've been atrocious so far this season. I'm trying to pull up the numbers of the quarterbacks and how they've done uh, or quarterbacks have done against his Lions defense. And you mentioned it last week, Geno Smith, 23 of third. No, sorry. That's not right. Uh, to the Lions uh, last week. Yeah. 23 of 30, 320 yards for Geno Smith. He faced his Lions team last Sunday, and oh, by the way, he was named the NFC Offensive Player of the Week, uh, was Geno <laughs> Smith. Um, and in the previous week, Kirk Cousins, 260. 
Commanders, uh, Carson Wentz, 337, three touchdowns for Carson Wentz, your guy there, and then 243 for Jalen Hurts, like you mentioned, against his Lions team. So, yeah, I know it's a rookie quarterback. It's a third-string quarterback. It's only his second – it's his first official start, uh, but he did come in last week for Brian Hoyer. And, you know, I talked a lot about this game with, with one of my buddies offline, and I said that – I think there's a huge coaching mismatch in this game as well with Bill Belichick going against Dan Campbell, right? I think there's a lot of hoorah behind Dan Campbell and all the things that he said and all the hard knock stuff that went on in from where we kind of take a look at Bailey Zappi last week. You know, he, he was efficient. He was 10 of 15. I only had 99 passing yards, but again, that Green Bay secondary and that defense is one of the better ones that was rated this season to be a top defense. And I think Bailey Zappi is going to be able to move the ball against this defense yeah, I think he should have no problem getting over 203 uh, passing yards, or sorry, 202 and a half passing yards in this game against the Detroit Lions defense. All right, for my first player prop, Ryan, uh, I'm going to go. I have two here. Uh, I'll start with the first one. Um, Marcus Mariota th- to throw a interception in this game against the Tampa Bay Bucks defense. And the handicap is pretty simple for me. And I, first of all, when I, when I was looking across the menu here, I was so shocked to see that this number was only at minus 125. You know, Mariota this week is going to be without Kyle Pitts. I know you and I were talking about that offline. They're also going to be without their running back and playmaker, Cordero Patterson. So I have Drake London in that offense. Um, but now I know that Pitts hasn't been heavily involved in the offense this season. But this is going to be a tough game offensively, I think, for the uh, Atlanta Falcons. I think the Bucks defense, after what happened last week against the Kansas City Chiefs, is going to be extra motivated, especially in a division game, to just come out and play well, right? The Bucks defense so far this season has had at least one interception in all four games this season. They faced Dak Prescott, Jameis Winston, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes. And so far this season, a Mariota has at least had one interception. I'm sorry, he's had at least one interception over the last three weeks, and that's been in three straight weeks. So I'm going to back the Bucks defense here. I think they can get an interception here off of Marcus Mariota. So at minus 125, I'm going to take Marcus Mariota to throw at least one interception against this Tampa Bay Bucks defense here, Ryan. I like that too, especially with Patterson being out, so more predictable, uh, not being able to run the ball as much, hopefully, for Tampa's uh, perspective. And also, I thought that they kind of got embarrassed on Sunday night, and they've lost two home games in a row. And this yeah. is a big spot for them. And I, I think Todd Bowles is going to have that defense ready to bounce back. Because before Kansas City, we were talking about them as the best defense in football, and they kind of got exposed a little bit. But in fairness to them, Kansas City is going to expose a lot of teams. Yeah, 100%. All right, let's get over to your uh, next player prop. What do you got? So I'm going to the dog pound for this one. I'm going to go over 90 and a half rushing yards for Nick Chubb. And I think this is an easy one for me just because I look at your Houston Texans last week where Damian Pierce runs for nine yards a carry. This uh, Chargers defense is banged up the week before that. James Robinson with uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars goes for over 100. And Chubb has gone over 100 yards in three out of the four games this year. And these two teams played in the track meet last year as well, and Chubb was well over 100 yards, and they just ran it right down their throat. So I I think he gets this easily, and he's well over 100 yards, maybe even close to 200 yards against this banged-up Chargers soft uh, run defense. Yeah, this was I was on Nick Chubb last week as well. I think I had over 86-and-a-half. Um, forgot who they played, but um, – well, let me see. I have it right in front of me. They played the Falcons last week, and he had yep. – 
6.2 yards per carry in that game, 19 carries, 118 yards. And like you mentioned there, Ryan, three out of the four weeks so far this season, he's gone uh, not only over 100, but he's gone over uh, at least 110-plus in three out of those four games. Um, mm-hmm. And if you take a look at the Chargers' uh, defense against uh, the opponents uh, – sorry, the opposing uh, running backs. Last week you mentioned my Texans, Damian Pierce, had a fantastic game, 131 yards on the ground. He had, I think he had a long of – I want to say it was like 75 yards – uh, previous week, James Robinson had a great week, 17 carries, 100 yards. Um, even Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 8 carries, 74 yards, 9.25, y- 9.25 yards per carry. Uh, even Josh Jacobs, who I'm, I wasn't very high on coming into the season, he averaged 5.7 yards per carry. I know he only had 57 yeah. uh, uh, yards in that game, but on 10 attempts, Ryan, I think that their average right now has been six yards per carry. And now you're going up against a guy like Nick Chubb, who I think for his career is averaging five yards per carry. I won't be surprised if he gets it close to 200 here, Ryan, against his Chargers defense. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, I could see Kareem Hunt going for close to 90 as well with that dynamic running attack. I mean, that, I love watching the Browns play with, with those two, the one-two punch behind that offensive line. Yeah, I mean, look, Prasad has looked. I think it was the prime time game that we were all watching. That uh, Jacoby Prasad looked really good, but I think we know that this team is a run first, uh, run first team, especially when you have a guy like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, like you just mentioned, uh, for this uh, Cleveland Browns team. So, hundred percent, Nick Chubb, no argument for me, my man. Um, yeah. All right, um, for my next player problem, I'm going to give you my second uh, quarterback. I wanted to go two quarterbacks this week. Um, it's a Monday night football game. I'll, I'll probably expand more on this on the um, Monday night football pod that we do on the NFL gambling podcast, but I'm going to go Joe Burrow over 273 and a half passing yards. And this game is on Monday night football. The Bengals take on the Ravens, a, a huge AFC North division matchup. And, you know, I, I'm going to give it out here on the podcast as well. And like I mentioned, I'll mention on the uh, Monday night football pod as well. So hopefully you can get to this guy, uh, this uh, number early and this prop early before the line does move. But I'm not sure if a lot of betters have noticed that the Ravens' pass defense is absolutely struggling this season, and to say the least. They are they're dead last in passing yards allowed per game. They're number 23 in yards per completion allowed and in uh, yards uh, per attempt allowed. And through the first four weeks of the season so far, three out of the four quarterbacks have gone over this projection. The lone quarterback that didn't, I gave it out last week on the propcast was Josh Allen, who last week, you know, we, we heard about the weather issues that they were having there uh, in, uh, what was it, Baltimore last week. And mm-hmm. if you take a look at Joe Burrow's career against the Baltimore Ravens, he's faced this team three times in his career. Once in 2020, and he uh, faced them twice last year, being in the same division. In two games last year, Burrow threw 416 and 525 yards against this Ravens defense. I'm going to take this over for the Monday Night Football player. Uh, sorry, Monday Night Football game. Joe Burrow over 273 and a half passing yards here, Ryan. I like that one, and like you mentioned, this Ravens secondary for some reason they're they're not clicking. I mean, you saw guys getting into it with Harbaugh last week on the sideline they blew the game to Miami where Tua threw for five touchdowns in the second half uh Josh Allen carved him up in the second half and there's there's something about the secondary where 
off of off Baltimore over the years, reputation wise, you would think that they got a dominant defense, but it's not the case this year. They're struggling defensively and trying to find their identity. Yeah, and and I know they got like Marcus Peters back and stuff like that, but yeah, this defense has just struggled. And and I know they have faced some pretty good quarterbacks here, you know, with uh, let me just go back and look at who they have faced. I know they had Josh Allen last week. Uh, let's see, quarterbacks against the Ravens. Mac um, Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones even had a good game against him. Well, yeah. He threw for 321 yards. And even yep. Joe Flacco in week one, 309 yards. Two in that come from mm-hmm. behind victory, 469 yards. So a lot of question marks for this defense coming into this season, to say the least, or at least to start the season for the Ravens uh, secondary here. All right, before we keep the train moving along here, uh, let me tell you guys about the Lice Game Plan app. And, you know, this is one of these apps where you're probably scrolling through or need to scroll through throughout the weekend, but especially on Sunday mornings because they're this is an app that gives you up-to-date and accurate information before you place any of your bets, but also locking into your fantasy lineups. And that's where the Lies game plan really comes in. They're really the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion, not only for the NFL, but also the NBA and the MLB. Whether you're part of a fantasy tournament uh, in your respective leagues with your family or friends or coworkers, and if you're placing bets or you're just a huge sports fan and a stats nerd like myself, Elias Game Plan has everything that you need. Elias, plan, Elias Game Plan app is a sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians, of the U.S. Sport, U.S. Pro Sports League since 1913. You see it, you hear it, and they're trusted facts all the time from ESPN broadcasts. I'm sure your local radio broadcasts use their stats. And also, we always see it on the television uh, broadcast as well. And now you can have all the stats, the facts, and teams and player updates in the palm of your hand. So to take advantage of this and to take the NFL season to the next level, download the Elias Game Plan app today. Choose from three game plans from from when you subscribe, you can do either weekly, you can do it monthly, or you can do it annually. But if you do choose a monthly subscription plan, I can get you 25% off of your first month by using promo code SGPN25. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting app in the App Store or the Play Store today and use promo code SGPN25. Ross are brought to you by No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform and available today. Play in pick'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning two hundred fifty thousand plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, and earn points for correct picks and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every single day. You can also test your skills versus a house. And 20 times your entry if you hit all of your picks. Bet up to five player props over unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure to check out No House Advantage and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't, to, you won't want to miss out on this. Sign up with promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match of up to 25 dollars all right ryan uh, hit us with your next player problem man what do you got so this one's going to be ugly and it's going to be in london sunday morning i'm going to go under 81 and a half rushing yards for saquon barkley and i know he's leading the league in rushing but with the question marks at the quarterback position for the giants i just see green bay stacking the box and darren whoever's playing quarterback to beat 
beat them. I mean, it's going to be an yeah. eight-man, nine-man box. Uh, Barkley hasn't gone over 81 in two out of the four games despite leading the league in rushing. And I see the Packers kind of jumping on them after a slow game last week of the Patriots. I, I anticipate a focused uh, Aaron Rodgers and Packers offense to jump on the Giants. I know Kramer doesn't want to hear that, but uh, <laughs> I see the Packers getting ahead and, and the Giants kind of having to throw the ball more than they want on London on Sunday. There might be a pink slip in your future, sir, if uh, Ryan Kramer <laughs> listens to this. Uh, the Kramer game is not uh, – not, they're three and one right now, right? Are the Giants am – I, am I right about that or am I wrong? Yeah, they're three Yeah, and no, one. they, they uh, can afford a loss. Yeah, they can afford a loss. All right, we'll put it that way, but <laughs> – yeah, I mean, you take a look at this Packers defense, and you know when we were doing the division previews before the season started. You know, the, uh, the sorry, the Green Bay Packers defense, both their front seven and their secondary, were rated inside the top ten uh, coming into the season. So their defense was, you know, supposed to be one of the best uh, coming into this season. And I think from a game script perspective, I think you nailed it here because. I think they're really going to force the ball here to Saquon Barkley and, and whether that's in the passing game or try to run the ball. And like you mentioned, Packers are probably going to stack that box up and make the quarterback or whoever's going to be starting for the uh, New York Giants to beat them in the passing game or try to beat them over the top and, and try to take the top off the defense. I don't think that's going to happen. I think that this is probably going to be one of those games where you see Saquon carry the ball 20, 22 times, but the yards per carry aren't going to be there. He maybe averages three, three and a half yards per carry. Because again, like you mentioned, I think they're going to be stacking that box here. So I do like this play uh, that you gave out here for Saquon Barkley last week. I was on his over got there easily, but that was against the bears defense who uh, just has not been very good against that running back position, but now it's a different animal when you're going up against the front seven here of the Green Bay mm-hmm. Packers. Um, all right, uh, let's get over to my next player prop. And since we are already there in London, I'll stay there. Um, give me Aaron Jones. I'm going to take the over on his uh, rushing yards, uh, currently sitting at 57 and a half. And again, this is more of a fade of the Giants' uh, rushing defense. You kind of look at it, what they've kind of done over this first four weeks to the opposition, and especially over the last three weeks against the Packers. Um, I'm sorry, uh, the Giants. Uh, give me one second here. Got to make sure I got the right team here. All right. So over the last three weeks, let's go back to Week Two against the against the Panthers. Giants allowed Christian McCaffrey. 15 attempts, 102 yards, 6.8 yards per carry. Let's go to week three against the Dallas Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott, 15 carries, 73 yards, 4.87. You thought that was bad? Tony Pollard had 13 carries and 105 yards against the uh, Giants rush defense. And then last week, the Bears, um, Khalil Herbert had an absolutely fantastic game for them. 19 carries, 77 yards, 4.07 on the ground per carry. So I, I think this might be a game where we see, you know, the, the the running game be, I think, the driving force for the um, Packers this week. Uh, Aaron Jones, I know week one, or sorry, last week, 16 carries, 110 yards against the Patriots. And then against the Bears, he had 15 carries and 132 yards. So I think this might be a game we might see more of A.J. Dillon here, Ryan. I think more so Aaron Jones. And I think that he can get into that realm of 58 rushing yards, 60 rushing yards, possibly 65 to 70 in this game. So I'm going to take Aaron Jones over 57 and a half rushing yards. 
I like that. And I, I J Mark and I do the pod every Thursday and he hates the Packers, but I, I have him a big Packers guy. I love this one, two duo with Jones and Dylan. I think this Packers team is built for the postseason whenever we get there because of this rushing attack. And they've just been on a roll running the ball lately with those two. So I, I'm with you here. I And I think, like you said, I think the Giants' run defense has holes in it, and I think they're going to be able to establish the run. And with the way with the game script that we've talked about, I think they get a lead and they pound the rock in the second half. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get over to your next player prop. What do you got? I'm going to go with another really good running back, and I'm going to go under – 52 and a half rushing yards for Christian McCaffrey. And it's kind of the same thing where I think San Francisco is just going to load up this box against Carolina and say Baker beat us. So San Francisco's defense is on a very, very good pace. I mean, I think they're, it's only like they're averaging about 2.9 yards per carry currently. And mm-hmm. I mean, if it, I think for McCaffrey to get over 52 and a half yards, I think he's going to need at least. 20 to 25 touches. I could see Sam Fran jumping on him too. And the game script getting away from uh, those Carolina Panthers. Uh, we, we watched the game last week, uh, Ryan, between the Niners and the Rams. This defense is Nasty. absolutely incredible. Um, I know they haven't faced the greatest competition yet, and I know they went through the whole Trey Lance situation. But I thought last week for the Niners was going to be a huge game for them, not only for the rest of the the season, but also in that division for the NFC West. And that defense was flying. I mean, they were flying. If you take a look at what they have done against the running back position so far, they are only allowing 2.86 yards per carry per yep. carry to opposing yep. running backs, right? You take a look against the Seahawks, Rashad Penny and those guys, um, 12 carries, 34 yards, 2.83 yards per carry. Uh, last week against the Rams, 15 carries, 40 yards for that La- uh, La- Los Angeles Rams defense. So I think that this is going to be a very tough tall task order for them to get the running game going. And I think that if the Panthers are going to have a shot to win this game, I think it's going to have to be on the back of (laughs) Baker Mayfield, as scary as that sounds uh, for uh, uh, Panthers fans. So what did you say the number was again? 52 and a half. And like you said, 2.9 yards per carry that they're giving up. Nobody, I mean, I think if they're going to get McCaffrey the ball, they're going to have to be creative, get him in screens, put him in the slot, so get him involved in the passing game because I just don't think they're going to be able to line him up back there and say, hey, we're going to run the ball down your throat against this nasty 49ers defense. Yeah, I agree 100%. Again, it just seems like they haven't been able to get Christian McCaffrey really going. I mean, there was Mm -hmm. a couple spots where he has had, you know, 100 rushing yard games. But again, we talked about how bad the Giants uh, rushing attack is. And then also against the New Orleans uh, Saints, um, he had 108. But again, you're going up against one of the best, if not the best defensive uh, team in the league so far. So, yeah, I like that one as well. Um, all right, for my next player prop, um, you know, I've talked a lot about fading this Texans defense, especially their rush defense. I got to go James Robinson. I'm going to stay on this track. Over 61 and a half rushing yards 
Um, another week, another running back to bet the over on against the Houston Texas rush defense. Last week, I was all over Eckler and both on his rushing and receiving and uh, more importantly, his rushing yards as a separate bet as well. And through the first four weeks of the season, Robinson has gone over this projection in three out of the first four weeks. And last week, he didn't get over this number despite getting out to a 14-0 lead. Uh, lo and behold, the Jaguars were trailing at the half where I think where they were forced to throw the ball more versus being able to run the football. But this week, not only do they have a referee who's favorable to the unders, but I'm going to continue fading the rush defense for the Texans. In four career games against the Texans so far, James Robinson is averaging four yards per carry. And in two of those games, he did have 62 or more rushing yards. So over 61 and a half, I, I think it should not be an issue for this uh, rushing attack. And I think both, if you think Travis Etienne, I'm starting to see some notes that he was probably getting more, um, I think the snap counts, something I wanted to look at for Travis Etienne as well. But I think this is going to be a game where it's going to be a rushing attack for both of these squads. So James Robinson over 61 and a half. And if you want to take Travis Etienne as well. So I'm going to take the uh, over. Uh, on James Robinson for uh, this game. I, I like that one as well. We It's kind of like the Browns-Chargers handicap that we had where yeah. this team just struggles to stop the run altogether. And you know the Jaguars are going to commit to running the ball, especially after Trevor Lawrence fumbles the ball four times last game. So maybe they try and simplify the game a little bit for him and establish the run like they did when they beat the Chargers on the road 38-10 where they got Robinson over 100 and got ETN going as well, around 60, 65 yards that game. So, yeah, no, I like that one as well. It's, your, your Houston Texans are struggling to stop the run, and it's, it's not, a, not common for a Lovey Smith team, too. This, they had the same issue last year, too, to the Texans. Mm-hmm. Their rush defense just was not very good. I mean, I know they tried to bring in some guys um, to help with that pass defense, but it hasn't translated yet. I mean – surprisingly this team has looked better than last season just hasn't translated to any wins yet but it's really been that rushing attack that has been really the kryptonite for this defense and that's why they haven't been able to win any games yet but um at least they're being competitive i think that's all i can ask for for this texans team right now um do you have any more player props here uh ryan i'm gonna give out a long shot on a first, uh, first touchdown and we touch on it on how good the Ravens are in the first half. They've mm-hmm. scored first in all four of their games so far this year. So I'm going to go to the Sunday night game, the Ravens-Bengals, on who to score the first touchdown. So far, it's been Dobbins, Andrews, and Duvernay. I think Lamar's due. I think Lamar runs it in. Mm. So 8-1, to Lamar is the first touchdown. I mean, look, I mean, you're not going to get any argument from me about Lamar Jackson. The The guy yeah. is electric. He's a highlight reel. Um, I want to see how he's done against the Bengals, at least rushing the ball in here. I might not be able to have that right off the top of my uh He didn't play head. the second game last year. I remember. Yeah, he was of the, then. yeah the injury. Um, but, I mean, he's fairly, fairly well over his career against his Bengals defense. I know when uh, Kramer puts out his first touchdown props, I think there's a, a – game where the Ravens, I believe, were on prime time and Lamar Jackson was part of that. So um yeah, no argument for me about 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 Lamar Jackson. Hopefully first touchdown eight to one. Um I'll give you one more player prop here that I do like. And it's been another uh player prop that I have been following and uh cashing on. 
at least uh, three out of the four weeks. It didn't cash for me last week because there were some injury question marks, and I'll, and I'll describe that here. But Dallas Goddard, Philadelphia Eagles, over 44.5 receiving yards at that tight end position. And like I mentioned, this Cardinal secondary, especially against that tight end position, has been struggling. In the first three weeks of the season, each of the tight ends at the Cardinals face went over their receiving yards total. Last week, like I mentioned, against the Panthers, I was looking for the same prop, but it wasn't until game day or up until game time that Ian Thomas was going to play yet. Tommy Treble, their other uh, tight end, had 34 receiving yards for the Panthers. So it was almost like, you know, I, I, I the handicap was correct, but I didn't have the right guy there. But at least, you know, Tommy Treble was able to get over his receive, uh, receiving yards prop against his Cardinals defense. This week, the Cardinals are going to face a high-powered offense and Dallas, uh, Dallas Goddard led by Jalen Hurts in that offense. And I know he hasn't gotten a lot of targets over the first four weeks, but what amazes me about Dallas Goddard is that he has – 16 receptions on 20 targets for a total of 240 yards this season. 204 of those 240 yards have come after the catch. So I think this may be a big week for Dallas Goddard against his Cardinal secondary. I think this number is uh, a number where Dallas Goddard definitely can get over. And again, I'm just going to continue fading this Cardinal secondary who this season came in rated as the 31st or 30, uh, the second worst, I should say, uh, according to Warren Sharp. And I think they've kind of proven their colors there. We saw it in week one where Kansas City was getting whatever they wanted. Now you have a high-powered offense led by Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith. The list goes on for this Eagles offense. So I think this might be a big, a big week for Dallas Goddard. So for me, over 44 and a half receiving yards for him against his Cardinal secondary here, Ryan. I like that. And honestly, I think you could have that cash by the end of the first half because the Eagles have been really good at the start of games, especially the second quarters where it seems like they outscore their opponents 24, nothing every week. And we know the Cardinals, they like to fall down about 20 to nothing. So I think this thing could be, uh, you said 45 and a half, 44 and a half. So yeah, 44 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think he could have this by halftime. I like that. Arizona struggles, uh, guard tight ends as well. And they're banged up defensively. So, no, no argument for me on that one, Moonall. All right. Before we get into a best bet here that we gave out, we'll identify one that we absolutely love. Uh, let me tell you guys about Trade Coffee. Look, we all enjoy the finer things in life, whether that's drinking fine wine, going to the finest restaurants and steakhouses. Why are we going to compromise on our coffee? Because a lot of times, People do need their coffees in the morning, and you can't just drink block coffee. You need that nice coffee to get your day going and make you feel good. So that's where Trade Coffee comes in. Trade Coffee, you can start every morning with something special. Now, I'm going to be honest. I'm not one of those that drinks a lot of coffee at all, but the people in my household, my wife, my parents, they need their coffee in the morning. And for you coffee drinkers, you know you need your coffee in the morning to get going. Now, I can't tell you exactly what they do like, but that's where trade coffee really comes in. It's great not to get too deep, but every day is precious and we should also make the most of our days. They shouldn't start with mediocre grocery grocery store coffee. You deserve to start your day with the best coffee you make at home from trade coffee. The great thing about trade coffee is that you take a quiz with them and they help you personalize a coffee flavor that is tailored specifically for you. It's easy All you got to do is go to drinktrade.com and just fill out the quiz and somebody will work with you to get the right uh, tasting coffee for you. So number one, if you want to support small businesses that brew the best best cup of coffee you've ever made at home, 
you got to try Trade Coffee. So right now, what you have to do, Trade Coffee is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping at drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off your subscription to the base best tasting coffee in the country. Last but not least, let me tell you guys about Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sportsbooks. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sportsbook to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your game and your betting activity. So to take advantage of this, all you got to do is go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, Ryan, let's close out this episode strong. Let's identify our best bets for NFL Week 5. I'm going to give you the floor first, my man. Of the ones that you get out, what is your best bet for this player props uh, Week 5? So when we let it off with the quarterback prop, this was the one I was going to give out, but then I was like, you know what, I'm saving this for the best bet. I'm going down south to Tampa Bay, and I, I gave out a New England quarterback third string to start the show. I'm going to go with the guy that they had there for 20 years, the GOAT. Tom Brady, over 276.5 passing yards against the Atlanta Falcons. He owns this team. Everybody obviously remembers 20, the famous 28-3 Super Bowl uh, narrative. But like since he's got to Tampa – He's gone for 390, 399, 378, and then one game was 277. He simply just owns the Falcons. He's getting a healthy receiving core. Evans is back. Godwin's back. Julio might even be back, which will be a revenge game for Julio. And honestly, I thought Brady looked good in that loss against um, Kansas City on Sunday night. I know it was a little bit of garbage time, but I think uh, it's a statement game for Brady this week. And obviously everybody knows what's going on off the field. So maybe that even fuels this guy even more. Not that he needs it. Not yet. Not not that he needs it, right? Not that he has like (laughs) seven or 20 or 30 rings, however many he has uh, in his career. Yeah. Last week, I, again, I think this this team is going to be highly motivated, right? You're coming off a, a embarrassing loss on national TV. That's going to have to be led by your leader, your quarterback, which is Tom Brady. And I think that, you know, I don't see him having a problem getting two, 300 passing yards. I think maybe the only caveat might be that they had to throw the ball a lot more or they threw the ball a lot more uh, than – um, they wanted to maybe last week, but that was just because they were trailing very early on and they were playing from behind essentially the entire game. So they had to throw the ball. And we saw it last year, Tom Brady had what 5,000 plus passing yards. Um, they're not afraid to throw the ball here. So I think there's going to be an opportunity for them to take advantage of the secondary as well. And again, these guys are healthy uh, or relatively healthy. And I think that they'll be able to, you know, or at least Tom Brady will be able to find his receivers and get, you know, over this projection uh, that you did give out here. All right, for my best bet, um, let's see. Uh, I'm going to go – I'll give out the Joe Burrow one as my best bet. Uh, again, I think this might this Monday night game should turn into a shootout or should be a shootout. I know the primetime games have been um, under machines, I, I think that we can say here, Ryan, but I think this might mm-hmm. be a game between the Cincinnati Bengals 
and the uh, Baltimore Ravens that we do see points being put up. And, you know, I talked about how Joe Burrow has had success last, at least last season against his Baltimore Ravens defense, where he threw for 400 plus yards in both of those games. One of those two games, he threw for 500 plus yards. Talked about how a lot of, or all the quarterbacks that have faced the uh, Ravens defense, except for the exception of Josh Allen last week, uh, was not able to get over that passing. But the three other quarterbacks got over that projection. And I think Joe Burrow could flourish here again. So I'm going to take my best bet as Joe Burrow over 273 and a half passing yards uh, for this week's NFL Week 5 player props. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the PropCast NFL Week 5. Brian, anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here, my man, and let the people know where they can find you on social media? You, no, you guys can find me at uh, Twitter on uh, at Moneyline underscore Mac. I'm in the Discord channel as well. Also over on the college basketball experience. Uh, go check out the college football experience with uh, college football being in the full swing of things. Those guys are killing it over there. Yeah, 100%. Also, make sure to check out Ryan on the NFL Gambling Podcast. Him uh, and Rod and, and Justin are absolutely crushing it right now. They do the AM games. They do the recap on Monday and look ahead lines to the following week. They've been crushing as well. So make sure if you haven't already, subscribe to the NFL Gambling Podcast. Make sure you follow uh, Colby and those guys. Those guys are just a different animal. They're absolutely just crushing it over there. The college experience, college football, college basketball right around the corner. Um, so, yeah, make sure to tune in and get all the team previews and all the winning picks that those guys are giving out. Follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. If you haven't already, leave us a rating and review, not only for the PropCast, but also the NFL Gambling Podcast and all the other podcasts that happen across our networks. Guys are putting the hours. Uh, they're putting in the work, hopefully finding you guys winners and, and filling up your wallets uh, for you to spend some money to take that vacation or, you know, maybe save it for some Christmas presents. All right. With that being said, good luck with your picks. Let's break these books off and let it ride.